oh, what does this say? And I'm like, no, don't say it. Don't okay, read the notes. See, <laughs> see it when we're recording. It just made me laugh. All right. <clears throat> we're good. Good to go. What number is this? Sorry. 49. 46. 46. 46. Oh, all right. That was 49. 48. 48. Oh, yeah, because you said we'd take it up to 50. Close to 50, then. Eh? Right, fuck it. Fuck it. Right, cool. Ooh, pot noodle on my laptop. <laughs> Which pot noodle did you eat? Uh, green Ooh. one, chicken and mushroom. Oh, I want to have that. Wait, wait, let's have this topic. Does can we have this conversation? We have this sound bite. And just before before I say anything, we just hear you cunts talking about pot noodles. Yeah, leave it in. <laughs> Beautiful. Allow it. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Perth's premier podcast, Monkey Sword Fight, with me, your host, Jordan Patrick, and my co-host, Mr. Michael Dots. Word with Dots. If you don't have time to do it right, then will you have time to do it over? <laughs> do you want to do that over? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do it right, so now I'll have to do it over. Scratch that. If you don't have time to do it right, then when will you have time to do it over? Oh, that was better. That was nice. There you go, yeah. yeah. It's all in the delivery. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> it is all in the delivery. And you fucked it the first time. Edit that out, Andy. <laughs> Don't. Uh, That's why time. we pay you nothing. That's <laughs> <laughs> why so we take up all of your time and effort. Because <laughs> people right. might not know how to do shit. <laughs> um, thank you once again to this week's sponsors, Paul Patrick's Plumbing and Heating. Are your radiator struggling to heat? Mm. Is your boiler becoming a bit sluggish? Uh-oh. Your system could benefit from a power flush. Paul Patrick Plumbing and Heating on Facebook, now accepting card payments. Yeah. Act now. <laughs> also joined this week by Mitch Hunter of Craigie Nows and Groovement fame. How are you, mate? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. How are you? I'm good, man. Thanks for coming on last minute. That's all right. Guests yeah. are becoming increasingly unreliable these uh, days. You know what? I, I'm going to take the blame for this. My last two people who I've, I was going to say booked, like I was like, <laughs> we had like, I speak to their agent. <laughs> who the fuck you know? are you talking to? Um, yeah, the last two people I tried to get on bailed. Not bailed. Uh, Allie, who was supposed to come on today, he's sick. So I know he listens regularly. So get well soon, Allie. Feel better, Allie. Um, and I, I forgot who the person was before that, but they bailed on me as well. Um, your other friend and Paul wasn't well last week as well. Yeah. Oh, man. So we're struggling. So thank you Thanks, for coming Mitch. on. Right. <laughs> Mitch was meant to be our next guest as well. This wasn't like a last ditch effort. Like we just had to do some professional reshuffling. <laughs> we'll start off the show as we always do. You can get contact. I say as we always do. Whenever I fucking remember, you can email us <laughs> monkeysurfightpodcast at gmail.com for anything you want, basically. Yeah. Um, any feedback this week? Not for me. I had some feedback that uh, Ali Cook, long term listener. Shout out Ali Cook. Shout out Ali Cook, the genius. He, uh, he piped up to say that on one episode I referred to him as the singer of UB40 instead uh. of Ali Campbell. So <laughs> apparently I didn't, no one, fuck, no one else picked up on that. So thanks very much, Ali. He, he also said that I was using the word rotisserie wrong as far as fantasy sports goes. But I think rotisserie is, was the original term for it. I don't even know. We've we done this. We set up our fantasy basketball league the other day yeah and someone asked what kind of league we were on and you said it was a roto league roto league yeah i had no idea what the fuck that means yeah but he put a link into the rotisserie meaning like chicken so when you stick a <laughs> fucking rod through a chicken and you know kind of like a spit roast you know what i mean but that was a little uh, bit aggressive there Michael. oh i'm sorry sorry you stick a fucking rod <laughs> beep that out please uh but yeah it's it's a roto league that's what they call it which i'm going to win no you're fucking no. yes i will my ass anyway what we went up to this week lads anything interesting Quite a bit, actually. I mean, he's all looking at me. I know. Yeah, we did, we did both look at him like this, but it was just a smirk that's peeled across his face. Uh, no, I've not been up to much. Uh, well, Deluxe new album's finished. Oh, let's get on it's it. Done. It's done. So I'm going to wait to send it off tonight. Uh, working on the studio space. 
It's looking good, 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 good. Uh, and times. was performing at Blend on oh. Friday, but I'm sure we'll, we'll, we'll talk touch about on that. that a wee bit okay. more later on. So oh, great. I've been up to anyway. Okay. Mikey Dots, yourself? I got quite a bit going on. You want to save me for last? or uh... I've, I've done fuck all. I've been off this week. Saying that, I did. I went to the Rise Trampoline Park in Dundee yesterday with a wee man. Yeah. What oh, a fucker. <laughs> I'm scared of daily. Like, there's this, so there's this, there's this bit where you go up and like maybe a 10 foot or a 12 foot ledge and he's got a giant airbag underneath. Mm. So all these little bastards were going up. These wee kids were going up just falling backwards, like free falling onto it. Yeah. So Chuff goes up, she does it. Wee man goes up, he does it. I fucking hate heights. Oh, so I'm man. about having a full-on panic attack climbing these stairs. And the woman's like, are you all right? I was like, I'm fine. And she's like, just look at me and fall back. I'm like, <laughs> genuinely, one of the scariest things I've ever done in my life. Wait, so did they make you fall back? Because when well, I could, went, I jumped. Yeah, but everyone who'd went before me, apart from a really small kid, yeah. had fallen backwards. And this oh. really small kid went, wee, and just landed on his arse. Yeah. It's as long as you land on your back or your arse, it doesn't matter. Oh, okay. So I, like, I can't go up here and be a shite bag. <laughs> However... It's high, though. I, oh, I yeah. did it. They, did they have two different levels? Like, there was, yeah. like, a, a beginner level and kind of, like, a more... Yeah, but no, no one went on the beginner nah, level. Nah, nah, I got a man up. Got a man up. Foam pit was great fun, though. Oh, yeah, we oh, had. I went on that, too. Yeah. I was pulling some mad bad flips. Bad <laughs> front flips, not even bad flips. It's the best bit, though, my whole day, so... When you go in, you've got to have the special socks on and shit. Yeah. This little kid ran in, tried to go on the trampolines, holding his pick and mix and his trainers on. Mm-hmm. Now, like, he can't do that. So he took his trainers off, tried to go back on with his pick and mix. So like, he can't do that. Where's your wristband? So he drops his pick and mix and then just started bounding away. <laughs> so this kid was just, for a good five minutes, I watched these people chase him around this park and they're just trying to tackle him. He's just like evading capture the whole time. It was hilarious. Was it super warm in there? Mate, I was fucking sweating. Is it warm or is it just because you're, you're, you're active? I think, I think it's probably just because you're active. The weird thing was that my shoulders are fucking killing me today. Yeah, because you're kind of, you're yeah, in you're, that, you're like, hunching, you can't like, see me. But honestly, yeah. I tried to reach for my phone this morning and almost cried. It was fucked. It's a big trap workout. That's what it is. Oh, yeah. Back and shoulders. Yeah. You look you look ripped today, actually. Thanks, bro. Thanks, I'm lying. Mate. I'm sorry. Fuck you. <laughs> Mike's looking rough as ever today. <laughs> <laughs> what be you selling, Mike? What you been up to? Oh, man. I had a, quite a busy weekend. Um, I ended up in... Ended up... No, we had planned to go to um, Connie's cousin's wedding in St. Andrews, which was which was awesome. Um, it was funny because we, we went to the... Like we ha- we haven't really been into like a fight yet, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So looking forward to that. But um, like we, I was you know, I was sitting shotgun and I had my phone out and I was using ways to kind of get us there. So then I typed in. It was at this place called Rufflets in St Andrews, right? Mm-hmm. Really nice hotel. So I typed in Rufflets and then it took me there. I was like, there can only be fucking one Rufflet in 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 Scotland, you know what I mean? <laughs> so I typed that in and then we're driving, we're driving, driving, and then we just hit like fields and I'm like, oh shit! And then it was like. Please make a U-turn. And I was like, fuck. And now we're running like we're not running late, but we have like 10 minutes to get there. And she's like, This isn't it. This isn't it. And I'm like, oh man. I was like, she's gonna be raging. That's a tense moment. <laughs> so then I put in another one and it was like, please do a U-turn and go 15 miles. And I was like, oh no, we're fucked. <laughs> but then when we're diving down, she's doing 90 down this road. And then I look to my left and she's like, oh, that's the sign right there. That's the place. So I had it right this whole time. And I was like, Yeah, that's right. I had it right the whole time. Um, you didn't say that, did you? I did not say that. No. no. He was doing that because she doesn't listen to the show. I don't want her to hurt me. <laughs> yeah, that too. <laughs> um, yeah, so I went to the wedding and well, one of the things, I'm writing notes as, I'm being rude, writing notes as the wedding's going on for the podcast. <laughs> what do you call like the guy who does the, the sermon at the wedding? Because I call, I call everyone a priest uh, for some that reason. It depends. Maybe just be like fucking, oh, 
The officiate. The officiator. Officiate. Yeah, officiate. Is that a word? Probably. <laughs> Can we get an officiate? Can we get an official term on that? Um. So, what would it be called? I, I just called it a priest or um, pastor. What are you looking? You're looking that up, Andy. Was it a Catholic wedding? Yeah, but I guess. I don't it wouldn't have been if it was a hotel. It wouldn't have been a Catholic wedding. It, it, it was. All right, God. What is it? It doesn't really have a name because anybody can do it. All you need to do is be ordained. Mm. But he had the thing. He had the white collar. Was he a body no. priest? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, say priest then. Don't get away from you. Mickey Mouse racism, <laughs> bigotry. So. Um, no. At one point, he starts talking about you know honesty and all this other stuff. It was really short, short ceremony, by the way. And he's like, and he was like, he spelled out hope, and the first thing was for honesty. And he was like, you should be giving your passwords to your partner or for your phone. And he's like, you know, you don't need to be. And I was like, yo, shut the fuck up! Well, what are you talking about? There's a whole bunch of guys in here just kind of like looking at themselves, like, oh man, don't tell, don't don't tell my girlfriend she needs to be inside my phone. So, by the way, I don't have a problem with my girlfriend looking at my phone, but that's why you've got that special screen on it so nobody can see it. I've right? taken it off. I've taken it off. I have oh, taken it off. Man, but that's trust. It is trust. It is trust. Uh, and that, that's good that you have trust. But you don't need to tell. Passwords are there for a reason. You don't need to share everything with everybody. The official term is a marriage officiant or a solemnizer or vow master. I'm sorry, vow master. A vow master. That sounds like known as a marriage officiant. So. Vow master sounds like some type of a transformer <laughs> or a game show. Do, host. Do, do. <laughs> vow master, rated R. So how was the wedding? Did you get drunk? It was did good. Uh, yeah, I did. I got a little drunk. Um, it was part Kaylee. Uh, is that how you pronounce it? Part Kaylee, part just normal wedding. It was a great band, really, really good band. Uh, Scottish weddings are like it's like jazzercise. Like sweat is pouring off. How you. much can you work out while drinking as much as you possibly can? I guess maybe they do that. It's like, hey, it's an open bar. We don't want these people to get too drunk, so let's make them sweat it out. No. Can I just say right now, like it's, I was talking about people putting on Twitter recently, like petty hills that you'll die on. Yeah. And mine's is, I fucking hate Kaylee music. <laughs> I fucking hate it. Like, we've You got, know you're from Scotland, right? Yeah, man, you like, all have to like we've, that. Me and Chuff have been to a lot of weddings in the last like couple of years, so we've written down this list of like things that are vetoed if we ever get married, and yeah. Kaylee music is right at the fucking top. So what do you do? Do you go band or DJ? <sighs> I see. I get mentioned there to start spinning. <laughs> do you do parties? <laughs> do you do weddings? I'd end up clearing the dance floor. <laughs> I've, I have actually been asked to DJ at someone's wedding. I was like, your grand wouldn't like. Oh. <laughs> We've got a list of songs that are like not allowed and uh, Kaylee Music, 500 Miles, and Loch Lomond. <laughs> no, it's not happening. No, having that. Trying to beat a bit of Strip the Willow. Strip the Willow. I thought it was good. Yeah. Can I date, man? That fucking accordion just gives me a migraine. Like, no. It's not happening. Somebody can arrange a Kaylee out in the car park if I ever get married, man. So, no, nah, it was it was good though. It was a really good wedding. Um, food was awesome. They had like hors d'oeuvres, like right after the ceremony, and they, had, they you know they kick you out of the area and they convert it into where yeah. the tables are for dinner. So That's the dangerous like, bit, isn't it? Though it is. Yeah, we've we nothing else to do but get to the bar. I was drinking rhubarb gin and, and lemonade. Man, Ooh, that's good. You slack. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I'm drinking from You're now on. You're a basic on. bitch now. Yeah. I love my gin. <laughs> it's pink, so I love it. But they had scampi and like fries in like these little cups. Oh, it was the best tasting scampi I've ever had. It, it was so oh, good. That gives me the fear. Have you ever been someplace? You're like, oh, check out the chicken nuggies, man. You're <laughs> in it's a bit of scampi and I didn't eat fish, mate. Oh, oh, you don't eat fish at all? Brings tears to my eyes. That happened to me on holiday. Oh, we need to get you some salmon, picked up a bag of what I thought was onion rings. 
Yeah. It turns out they're fucking calamari rings. Ooh, Ooh. I'll eat it. Mm-hmm. Nah. Michael, eat I'm it. I'm into that. Nah, I'm not into that. Yeah, I'm, I'm, not, not. I'm, like, I'm with Michael. I'm not a fish guy. Not a fish guy. Nah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so it was really hot in there after a while. Um, Connie's sister's over from, from Beijing. Oh. So she bought the the, the couple, uh, the bottle of that Baiju stuff that we drank. Oh. And uh, she... They, you know, guys are wasted at this point. We had a guy who looked like a young Ed Sheeran at our table. They were all trash. Like they were, they were getting ready to go. And she, he starts, he cracks it open. He starts pouring like not shots, like two fingers of this shit. And I'm like, I, just, I was like, yo, don't do that. <laughs> and he's like, oh, I'm fucked up. And then they drank it. This is like some. We're not even sure what it was. It was pretty much Chinese ethanol that it's they'd bottled. Basically, yeah. Somebody lit up a fag outside. The whole place went up in fucking flames. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, we we tried some on a podcast, and it was ten minutes of the worst pod even for us because it was just us going. <laughs> Yeah, it was terrible. What's it called? It's called Baiju, which translates to what was it, white liquor, I think. White lightning. <laughs> but it's, I have some in there if you want to try some. I'd try some, yeah. You would? Okay, yeah, yeah, well, we'll do that in a minute. <laughs> um, so and she also, because um, her sister's going to be on next week, mm-hmm. so she bought us a couple of snacks that we could all try. I know that may not be good pod, but I think it'd I be funny. I once did that with Chuff's brother and his wife went to Japan, and they brought back all these fucking random flavors of Kit Kats. Ooh. And you had to sit and get, we had to like, we sat, I think it was like Boxing Day, like, we're just funny, but the game was you had to try and guess what, it, some of these flavors were like... I can't even think, man. They got strawberry and cream flavor. Yeah, and it's why like don't we have these? But I think it's just like, but it actually tastes. You know, when you try something, I was like, that doesn't fucking taste like. But these things were like the taste that was in your mouth. You're like, how am I eating a Kit Kat and tasting this shit? I have yeah. some of the most random flavors on the planet. Why don't we get them? That's not fair. Because we're not imaginative. We're British. <laughs> <laughs> it's Kit Kat. That's surely that's not British or American right, man, company. This, as experimental as we'll go is a peanut butter Kit Kat, and that's mm. all the Tories will let us have. I've just pulled up some <laughs> the fifteen most popular Japanese Kit Kats. You got like strawberry, citrus gold blend, pear, citrus uh, gold. Yeah, shinshu apple, and then there's like purple sweet potato, hot Japanese chili. These sound all like different types of ganja. Cinnamon <laughs> cookie. Yeah, that's exactly what it sounds like. <laughs> strawberry cheesecake. All right, mate, you got an ounce of strawberry cheesecake. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> well, that citrus gold blend, son. <laughs> yeah, matcha green tea flavors and roasted tea flavors. Fucking mad, man. They were delicious. I will say that now. They do sound delicious. I'm interested in that sweet potato. Purple sweet potato, was it? Mm-hmm. I'll try that. We also had, um, yeah, then Mike Dots went on a two-day sesh this weekend. Yes, I did. Yeah. Went up to do our fantasy basketball draft. Mm-hmm. Got lit. Me and Daniel Farrell went out. Yeah, was it not nice. good? Oh, it was great. <laughs> we literally, by the time, because what, when Dan, well, he was soon kicked us out of his house, me and Dan effectively <laughs> had like a half bottle of rum and a glass bottle, so we just filled it up with Coke. And just yeah. carried that down the road. So it was just me and him swagging down the South Inch to stay off the streets trying to finish this big bottle of rum. So by the time we actually got to the club, we were fucking lit up. What I thought was hilarious is about 10 minutes from you walking in the door, you were like, Dan, you got any whiskey? <laughs> they were like, yeah, we're all taking shots of whiskey now. Oh, yeah, it was lovely. Dan, nice. who collects whiskey, by the way, oh, yeah, is, yeah, is yeah. now pouring out some of his whiskey for yeah. his friends and his really house. Nice glasses. And then we had the, had the draft. Shout out to Matthew McCune, who was up at four o'clock Beijing yeah, time. Yeah. Thanks, oh, Matt. Shout out, Matt. That's On video chat, looking rough as fuck. He, he, he settled in after a while, made a yeah, couple he, of good picks. But he, he had people in his house, he was just like, I pick <laughs> LeBron James. <laughs> what? We didn't hear it. What? We're skipping you. Fine. <laughs> so we had to come up with uh, team names. 
Um, I'm going to get you that. that I got him. Um, so I picked a player called Janis Atnitikokumpo. He's a Greek boy. They call him the Greek freak. Right. And I wanted to go for um, Giannis in the streets, but Greek freak in the bed. Right. But it was too fucking long. <laughs> oh. So I had to go for Greek freak, me baby. Okay. What did you go for, Mike? I have uh, Bradley Beal on my team, so I went for Beal or no Beal. Nice. And um, <laughs> I took who's the guy that does it with the big hair? I, I chopped his head off and I put Bradley Beal's head on him. So Noel Edmonds. Noel yeah. Ed- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this giant black basketball player's face on. It. It's a poor. It's a poor Photoshop job, but um, I'm gonna go see if I can go see talk his way to get a, a yeah, shot of this. It looks like perfume. The bottle. Yeah, do you want to take a whiff first? Yeah, smells like yeah. Oh, don't, don't, don't do it. Don't do it. It smells quite nice. Oh. It does. I think Look what it, it says right. inside the glass, though. It just says, just drink. <laughs> just drink it. And then Chinese oh. underneath it says, do not. <laughs> Psych! <laughs> Troll. Let's see if we go here. I should have got this on camera. Oh. oh didn't even flinch. Oh, you're a lot tougher than us. Eaten? Yeah, it was strong. <laughs> <laughs> Another Baiju victim. Yeah, it's rough. Oh, bloody you want some water, actually. Like a, mm. Taking it like yeah. a man, though. Yeah, please. <laughs> So I'll just go through them quickly, just see who can get what you reckon the best name is. So Matt McKean went for double LeBron Tondre. Okay, yeah. Um, Stevie Smith went for Kawhi Mia River. That's, that's, that's not bad. bad. That's no not bad. bad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not very impressed with Dan Williams went for Curry on Baggage. Thank <laughs> what, what was Dan? Sorry. Curry on Baggage. <laughs> Curry on Baggage, okay. Jack Hamilton, who <laughs> seems to be cursed with um, always just like, his entire <laughs> season last year was cursed because he, dro- he wasted all of his trades because his players were so injured. <laughs> and just looking through his 13 man lineup, he has four players already injured. The season only tips off tonight, and his team name is just Team Booty Bouncers. <laughs> team Booty Bouncers. How prepared was Jack for the draft, by the way? Because I remember when oh. the show Booby Sanchez was on, he's like, he's honestly the most organised person in the world. He so. done it. He comes in, he had a colour-coordinated list. But after about <laughs> 10 minutes, he was just like... <laughs> well, he, yeah, it was colour-coordinated. He was organised in that way, but he wasn't organised not knowing which players were like already dead, like literally in the <laughs> ground and dead. And then Daniel, Daniel Farrell <laughs> went for um, Dame of Zones in homage to Damian Lillard. Oh, that's good. So I, I think those my, are good. I didn't even check out the names. Yeah, I think my favorite is uh, Double LeBron Tondre. <laughs> oh, the, the one that was Cry Me a River. Cry Me a River. Cry Me a River. Yeah, yeah I go with that. That one's good too. So yeah, we will keep you updated for anyone who gives a fuck. Uh, <laughs> Which is no one. Mate, I'm I honestly. So we get like fake championship rings for the winner, like eight pound ones for China, and I am itching for one. Me too. I want that golden straight ring. <laughs> Why are they going to win the championship? No, this well, year? whoever won the championship <laughs> last year, you get their ring. Would you oh, actually wear okay, it? gotcha, gotcha. Would you actually wear it out and about? Oh, like, yeah. For, 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 for it's, it's massive. Bro, where did you get that Super Bowl ring? You're like, yeah, I actually won this. I'm actually it's a, tremendous. I'm a pro baller, just make up a fucking great story. Yeah. Just tore, I'm, I'm actually the only ball. Scottish player to ever make it to the NBA. Yeah. <laughs> Those rings aren't for it's men who have like little hands. You have to be, like, you have to work in construction and have man hands in order to put that thing on. Literally it's crazy. It on your thumb. <laughs> and I was about to start chatting to our guest, Mitch. Have you recovered for the Baiju yet? I've. Just spent the last like twelve days in Greece drinking raki, so it's like not. Uh, I, like if it was two weeks ago, I probably would have started crying and. Oh, uh, okay, stuff. all but right. It does. It looks like it's a perfume bottle, and now it 
now I can taste perfume. Yeah, that's the fact. That I think what it is is it smelled like shit. So they just said we just remarket this. We can sell it as booze. Yeah, we'll put a picture. We should make all the guests take a shot. Who's on? Who's coming up next? We should make all of them take a shot. Well, Claire, she already drinks it. Paul, oh yeah, Paul doesn't drink. No, it. she's smart. She doesn't drink it. That shit's fucked up. Anyway, <laughs> Mitch, how you been, mate? Yeah, I'm good. Good. See, see, that's the the club in the bank now open. Yeah, I actually missed the first night because I was on holiday, but uh, I heard it was good, although I think they had a few teething problems, but that's just natural. Yeah, it's going to happen. So I think they're going to be back in from, might be this Thursday, they're doing student nights. Nice. And then open Saturday nights as well, so our next nights in a couple of weeks are Halloween. So, yeah, I think it's just going to be a case of learning as they go because it's a new building mm-hmm. everyone's going to have to work out where their favourite because everyone's got their own favourite place to stand in a nightclub if ah. they go there regularly so I think everyone's going to have to just get used to the flow of the place and once mm-hmm. that happens I think it'll be pretty sweet I suppose because is it, is it a quite a different setup from what it was beforehand? Mm, it's not massively different there's still the, the upstairs room, there's not really an awful lot you can do with that. I think they've just made everything slightly better in terms mm-hmm. of like sound system, all that sort of stuff. And then downstairs, the mez bar is a little bit strip, uh, more stripped back. So mm-hmm. I think you can get slightly more people to dance in there, which is quite good. Yeah, because if I remember rightly, like the staircase to go up to the main bit... Is right in the middle the of the mez. Yeah, yeah it's, it's still there, but... There's slightly more room. The, you, can you remember where the pool tables were in the mess? Yeah, yeah. They've taken yeah. away that partition wall. Ah, right. So oh, it looks a bit oh, so many looks flashbacks a bit better to fucking stumbling about that place. Me too, yeah. I don't think I've ever had a sober night in that place, nah. yeah. I'm actually keen to get down just for a fucking a swatch. Yeah. I'm yeah, it's up. cool. I, I don't know what it's, it's going to be like every single weekend, but I think... It's exactly what Perth needed. It just needs somewhere else that people can go on a weekend. It's central the venue as well. Yeah. Aye. Definitely. Because that's one thing that used to put me off going to Ice Factory was the, just the stoke. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because it's only, what, 50, even if you're pissed, it's 15, 20 minutes when you're huckling everyone. By the time you get there, the time you get in, you were fucking yeah, it was sobered a, up. It was a, a blessing and a curse at the same time because <clears throat> everyone that ended up there, it was like, right, you know that you really want to be here and ah, you yeah, stand yeah. here and in dance all night. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then also, you could also. You could probably do with a couple of extra hundred people there now and again. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah, works both ways. But I think now that you've got the option of this two rooms down at um, the bank, then it's going to be much more easy for people to get in and see the place. Let me try and see if I can convince my pals to go down on Halloween. Oh, and even better if you've got two different, not two necessarily contrasting styles of music, but you know, say you've got techno in one room and then you've maybe got, you know, house in another room, whatever you're doing, then you're trying to draw in people from both crowds. Exactly, yeah. And amount of folk in there. Yeah, well, we've got the... I think for for Halloween, we're just in the Mez bar because there is Mike, who runs the place, is going to be doing his thing upstairs. And then I think going forward, we're going to take over the whole club. So we'll have the main room, which will probably have slightly faster more intense music and then the Mez bar will have more, I don't know, it might be more housey or more disco sort of thing. So kind of a chill out area. Yeah. yeah, so you can escape from the madness for five or ten minutes. A calm zone. Yeah. It always reminds me of that if anyone ever watched the Mighty Bush when he's got Techno Mouse. Mm. And he pulls Techno Mouse out of his little like rave hut and then he puts him in the ambient room to calm him down. <laughs> <laughs> So how how do you think how's the have you had much feedback from punters to say how they felt about it and what uh, 
I think they, there was such a strong tie to the wildlife room in the ice factory that a lot of people were kind of like, oh, I don't want you to move. But I think just like any new place, it'll take them a bit of getting used to. Mm-hmm. Um, I think once we've been in for a couple of nights as well, we'll be able to see what's what's what and work mm-hmm. out the best way to do do things. We are kind of spoiled at the ice factory for the first couple of years because we were the only kind of show in town. Mm-hmm. Um, but now we're just going to have to work to a different set of, set of rules slightly. But it's still going to be we're still going to do our best and make the best of it. And the good thing is the club's better, so Aye. I think we'll it will probably take us a few goes to get there. But I definitely recommend everyone to come down at Halloween because it's the best night of the year. I see my morph suit in the new home base <laughs> place, Not home base home sense. Home, a morph suit. Yeah. Where is that? You know the, what is it? It's in the retail park. It's yeah, like but where A&M. would they have that? Just right in next to the, uh, next to the, oh, right in the okay. entrance. Right. I've seen this as well. It was a fucking massive, about two foot tall skull for yeah. 50 quid. I was like, who's that committed to fucking their <laughs> Halloween decorations? They never know. I've man. not picked what I'm going to go as this year. I'm not sure. I was just going to ask you that. I don't know. I really don't know. You've got a short list. No, I've not even got anything picked out. I'm usually pretty pretty sorted by this time but well, where did you go as last year Paris Hilton Paris. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah, it was Paris. sensational it was we'll put I photos was. on the Facebook page yeah, I, I've <laughs> never had more compliments on a night out ever <laughs> just the arse yeah it was a velour tracksuit <laughs> that sounds fucking comfy it, to go out it was day. comfy yeah, yeah. blonde yeah. wig I assume blonde wig I think Emma got a bit freaked out because she never came out and she walked in into the living room and she was like, there's my lipstick. And she said, I put it on like I'd put it on every day. <laughs> and I was like, no, this is my first time. She was like, right. I'm, she just like backed out the room slowly <laughs> looking at me. But yeah, I don't think I'm going to cross-dress this year unless I've got no <laughs> other options. Nah. Susan Boyle or something like that. Oh, that'd be a good one. <laughs> oh, Yeah. <laughs> Who's sturdy? I don't think you have, any woman wants to be defined as sturdy. They do not. <laughs> no matter how much chassis. <laughs> that doesn't seem chassis. like a compliment either. Chassis. <laughs> so um, have you got guests lined up for Halloween or is it just your Um We've got a guy called Jerome Hill playing. So he plays techno, but he scratches like a hip hop DJ as well. No, he's, yeah, he's unbelievable. So he runs runs a label called Super Rhythm Tracks, and it's just like really, it's kind of like hard. Well, I call it, I call it hardcore, but when you say hardcore, people automatically skip it's to happy it's hardcore. Yeah, it's not it's not that. It's like hardcore acids, like club tracks that mm-hmm. he plays. But yeah, the type of stuff that he plays is perfect for Halloween, and he just creates so much energy by scratching and he does everything that hip hop would DJ would do but just with techno and acid which is pretty cool that sounds super interesting yeah Yeah. I'm gonna write that down Jerome Hill yeah me too (laughs) so what's the what's the plans going forward for the place like you said I take it are you treating it a bit like when you first started the nights down at Ice Factory just trial and error till you get it yeah I think so we're just gonna I think some nights we'll use the mez bar if it's not gonna be as busy we might even do Friday nights now and again just mm. to gauge what what the crowd's like on a Friday in Perth because mm. no one ever really does anything on a Friday. I no, thought, no, it's going to um, be here on a Friday. Yeah, so might even try and entice people out on a Friday. Um, and then, 
yeah, Saturday nights, we're just going to, if we've got a big guest or we think it's going to be really busy, then we'll just take over the whole club, hopefully. Mm. And that way, like I said, you've got the two rooms to choose from. And we're all pretty versatile anyway when it comes to DJing, so we we'll, can provide any sort of dance music experience that people would want. And again, just try to bring new stuff to Perth, like new sounds that no one's ever heard before. So I was, I was thinking, I was wanting to bring up as well, the, we, we were talking about the the rumba and the the issues that you had, well, not issues you had, but the what's happening in Perth phase, uh, pro Facebook page that just yeah, it's didn't seem to recognise the rumba, which is for about 30 odd years been one of the biggest things in yeah, I the just side don't, of Scotland. It's just bizarre that they've got something that pulls in 2,000 people from as far as like the bottom of England yeah. to Perth. And they're just not bothering talking about it. Why wouldn't you want to promote something like yeah. that? So, yeah, I messaged their page and they said, I said, have you never heard of the rumba before? And went, oh, yeah, we've heard about it. But unless someone messages us, we're not going to we're not going to promote it. So I don't know whether they're actively being journalists or not, because if you're just waiting for someone to come and hand you a story or hand mm. you a piece of information, then you're not really going to get very far. Mm. Especially with us, we've brought in people from as far as San Francisco to come and play here. So I think there's a lot of stuff that needs to be done to change the outlook or the, the viewpoint of maybe the older generation on Perth of what actually nightlife culture can bring. Mm -hmm. We've well, talked on this so many times, haven't yeah. we? The Blending stand out. Like, well, yeah, I was just going to say that. And also a friend of the show, uh, Holly Irvin's actually proactively doing a lot of work now to try and change that. Mm -hmm. So she's actively now going out and sort of saying, right, you know, people are saying there's not enough stuff going on or there's not enough uh, stuff being written about what's going on and that. Well, there is. We are doing it. It's just, you know, trying to network the whole thing a bit better. Of course, that's the thing. We, I think we all need to just be slightly better at communicating stuff with each other because mm -hmm. realistically it could be hopefully in the future you could go on facebook or the internet and say right i've got a weekend in perth friday night i'm going to a comedy and spoken word event mm -hmm. after that i can go and see a band in the green room or down at the ice factory possibly in the future and saturday night i can go to a dance music event and then sunday i could go and see a comedian at the comedy um not the comedy hall at the concert hall mm -hmm. or go and see a show and you've, there's loads of restaurants and stuff in Perth that's, well, that's what it's not that there's a lack of stuff there's just a lack of well that's what I feel like we've been trying to do because we try and specifically get people on from in and around Perth that are interested and that are doing stuff and yeah. like I say we've had some fucking great opportunities brought up through it like you say we've had Barkwright, Rana had yourself you know I mean? we've had Grant from Badlands he had some really interesting things to say about not even the nightlife obviously but just the, the retail structure in Perth mm -hmm. yeah. and how many things that are missing from it so I just think it's you're right. I think we need to all join forces, like form like Voltron. All, all these things tie in with each other as well. It's not like it; it's disjointed. It could easily all become under, come under one, one page or one, one roof because it's it's just people trying to be creative and it's people trying to make something interesting for others who maybe wouldn't have the forethought themselves to do it. And it means that everyone can have a good time and do something that you wouldn't ordinarily get to do in a small small place like Perth. Well, they have that, like, what's on page on Facebook, and that, mm -hmm. that shows the stuff like the Nori Miller Walk when that's all lit up and different events like the the Beer Fest. But I don't understand why there isn't something for a more 
Maybe that's something that people not, can not even create. So much we young can create. people, but it seems like unless you're a sort of forty plus, I mean, there's not really much for that middle ground between teenagers and full grown adults. No, no. Do you mean no. like for like say, well, we're all raging in ages, but raging in ages, ages. Fuck me, raging in ages, <laughs> raging in ages. But like, there's not like stuff for like you say. There's Barkwright came on and talked about the the amount of talented sort of rappers. From in and around this area, or yeah. Rana's come on. They've got the housewife mafia and that. Do you know what I mean? And the blending standout thing. She says on Facebook, that's about to hit a year in December, mm-hmm. and that's just getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Just to touch on actually, because what you were saying is, you know, you're saying there's not a lot of stuff going on on a Friday night. But then, you know, when I was out, there was blend, which was absolutely hoaching on Friday. But mm-hmm. then it's it would appear that way because the town was absolutely dead. And then I wandered into the green room, and there was a half decent band on, but you know, the pub was maybe only half full, something like that. So. You think Perth? Uh, you think Friday is maybe the night that people cut out of Perth to go, or maybe uh, people so are just many, saving their money for Saturday. So I mean, many times people are, don't work Monday to Friday nine to five anymore. It's like you know, people work. That's Saturday, true too. That's right. Work yeah. Sundays yeah. And, and that kind of thing. <clears throat> it has yeah. become more and more of a student town, which you would think there should be more focus on what's available for younger folk. Hopefully, yeah. hopefully, I just pray that the college maybe get more digs and then they can. House more people because there's that's what Andy was saying. Yeah, yeah. Andy was shouting at yeah. From the start, man. Yeah. It makes such a difference to the nightlife. It just makes the city a whole lot more vibrant when you've got young creative people there. It gives it that city feel. It does. I think, yeah. You have a lot of students. Well, I've always here. thought Perth had a bigger personality than it's been led to believe, but it's not very focused on. Let's see. We've talked about it before, and we've talked about it now. Do you know what I mean with regards to sort of? It's it's a very elder family focused city, and that's yeah. fine, but. There is so much going on. There's so much young talent. There's so much creative talent going on. That there is loads of stuff going on, and there is loads of stuff being written about. But I think people, and again, this is what I was speaking about um, with Holly. It's like you know, a lot of people just jump the gun and go, "Oh fuck it, there's nothing going on here," mm-hmm. but they're not willing to take two seconds to have a look about and a scout about and go, "Well, actually, there is stuff on. There is things being written about." Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's just I it's thought kind of, I it's thought just typical the, Perth man nah. just, just jump the gun. Like, I like, thought. Something maybe in the summer, if if everyone clubbed together and did a big maybe two day event, and you've got everyone together doing, you could do like a live podcast. You've got people doing, I don't know the people from Blend In stand out excited <laughs> doing um, spoken words and comedy stuff like that. Then you've got DJs, you've got bands. There's no reason why you couldn't do it if you've got a, a decent venue or the council are willing to do it because that would just be a perfect showcase for everyone in Perth to show that there is stuff going on. Oh, but yeah. I don't know. light bulbs going on. It's a lot. Yeah, I've thought about it a lot, but it's just whether I've got the time to get everyone together and organise it. The thing but that you, you put us in that state is I think the first step is to create sort of a a central hub and try and drum up the interest from, do you know I mean, people of a certain age, sort of 20 to 35, do you know what I mean, and, and upwards, yeah. just like folk, creative people who want to see what is available, whether it be yourself and the Groovement and Craigie Knows, whether it's us, whether it's Rana and Blend In, whether it's the Counterculture Collective Nights, Clearwater, things like that need to sort of, all the creative spaces within Perth should. Well, that's starting to happen now, because obviously, mm. you know, we've got our studio <coughs> space down there, uh, Icebreaker, uh, obviously, Groovement guys, they've got their spot there as well. There's the studio, all the rehearsal facilities. I think it's just needing something to kind of pull everybody together and just be like, look, we need to work together, pretty oh. much. That's what it boils down to, just not enough people communicating and not enough people working together. Creative people of Perth. That's what it is. Get in touch. <laughs> 
Let's make some magic. Put the bat signal up. When I was out uh, at Blend on Friday, um, which I said was a really good night, I was putting the word out there on the mic that if anyone there wanted to come and have a chat, there was a couple of folk who said that they did. So fuck Ooh, we'll what? see what will comes at the back of that. How did they? So we'll, 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 we'll gain much. You're going to hang about and talk with us anyway, but shout out to the Halloween night on the 27th. Yep, go in and get your tickets from the bank. That way you don't have to pay a booking fee. So, yeah, sure. go in, buy a pint and get a ticket. Nice. Nice. Thank you for talking to us as well. Well, yeah, you see, you. We're, we're right. fucking, we need to hook that up and put our brains together. But if you want to hang about and talk some shit with us for the next wee while. Yeah, I mean, I've yeah probably better wait until that. <laughs> stuff wears off. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't want another shot. We can get. We can organize. Uh, it, no. <laughs> no. I think that taste will stay with me for a while. So. It stayed with me for about a week and a half afterwards. Like As, I've never tasted anything like that. Yeah. It's, <laughs> pure, it's pure death in a glass bottle. Man. Impressive. But uh, Andy Mack. So Andy Mack went and represented the MSF boys at Blend and Standout again. Fuck off, my Had boys. You let me down here, Look, team. I think it's as well. I was it's wanting good. to go. I had the wee man had been away for a week, and that was the night he came back. Winding you up, it's fine. No, it was a really good night. <laughs> what went good down? Uh, I did a couple of poems. Uh, a which, couple? Yeah, I did nice. a couple of I. Uh, I was really surprised, man. A lot of folk coming up to me then, like, here, mate. Fucking really enjoyed that. And I was just like, fucking just taking the piss, mate. Did you get in on by heart? You want to give us one right now? Did you do Mrs. No. Bruin again? I did Mrs. Bruin there. Love I did that. another one. Uh, I'm not doing any of the night. We've not got time for that. But uh, if anybody wants <laughs> to see him, sure do I know. <laughs> no, fuck that. If anybody wants to see him, you can get your arse down to blame oh. for the 9th of November because I think I'll be doing three then. Um, but no, it was really good. There was a guy that did uh, a poem about dildos that was really, really <laughs> funny. Nice. Oh, no, it's, he does it in like a really sort of thick Scottish accent and like, <laughs> you know, in, like real proper Scottish. And it's like, ah, it was good. Um... There was a good rapper I saw there, that lassies. Remember the lassies that were there last time from Dundee? He was Gemma, Gemma something, like yeah. And that. Well, India Rose lassie did uh, a track, which she actually did it over a backing track, bit of uh, singing and rapping. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Bars and that were all right, but I was quite, I was really impressed with her singing voice, so I was just like, right, I want to keep an eye on. I see them on Instagram every now and then, yeah. They they're, 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 they're pretty talented. They're talented, yeah. Uh, shout out to Gary Monroe. Gaza. 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 <laughs> Gaza was there. He was. Uh, he won the prize in the raffle that I really wanted to win. Is that the face mask? N- well, he won the- no, <laughs> what? it was the five pound voucher for the cheese shop. Because <laughs> <laughs> I seen him tweet about something. Because uh, he was tweeting about it. He said he came home with like a face mask and a, a voucher for some cheese. Yeah. Ah. But uh, yeah, he was there. I was, mate. It was it was a quality night. Um, there was just loads of really good performers, and just again, shout out to Rana for what she does. And shout out to Rana. Yeah, it was really good. good I'll stuff, be performing Rana. next time as well. I'll finally be doing a second act. Oy, oy. Does she have all the people ready for that or booked in? No, no. Okay. You ready to go, Mikey Dodds? Um, if I could, if I'm not working or if I, if I don't have my daughters, I'll definitely. I, I want to put a poem together. I want like a time limit to put I, a poem I together. I got a babysitter. Okay. Uh, oh, are you questioning my? Uh, Just saying, Mama Pat's is coming down to watch the wee fella, so me and Chuff will be along. Uh, do you know what she did? That was really interesting, actually. And at first, when I came in and she showed me the list, the lineup, I was like, I'm not sure if I want to do it like that. And it was actually like you would do a poem, and then everybody would just do one piece each. Whereas I was more like, can I just get up and do like two or three one-to-one? But it was actually much better that way because rather than have somebody who's just there doing three, four, five pieces, 
and maybe folks start switching off, fucking off for a fag, that kind of Everyone's thing. Everyone's kind of engaged. Because it's constantly rotating, you know, with the performers, it keeps it really engaging. So mm. I have to say, if I was wrong. Shout out, I'm going to put my hands up there and oh. say, no, that was, that definitely was. So was better. it 9th of November? Uh, yeah, 9th of November. 9th of November. Right. November. Possibly all of the Monkey Sword Fight boys will be. I'll see if I can take it off. I've got some bits written down. Chuff actually laughed when I read them to her earlier as well, so. Well, they must be good. Okay, I think I'm on to a winner here. So, oh, it must be good if his girlfriend laughed. No, because the last time she didn't fucking laugh at all. So, it was more any time I got a laugh, the last time I performed, I was like, oh, you fucking take that, you dick. <laughs> yeah, I'm hanging up the comedy after I offended so many people last time. So, I am uh, going to do a poem. Is that not what it's all about? It should be. We'll I agree. We'll, ex <laughs> we'll explain to you what he did after the show. <laughs> it wasn't that bad, but apparently some people thought it, it was. It wasn't intentional. That's, no, no. That's it certainly was not intentional. It was just funny no, as fuck. No, no. <laughs> Taki's got this look on his face. He's like, it's yeah, not that crazy. I really want to know. <laughs> but but I actually, tell him, I mean, just cut it out of the... Yeah, we can tell him. I'll cut it out. <laughs> I actually started writing some bits, and then Emma was like, no, no, you can't say that. <laughs> so... I was saying to Andy that I'm definitely going to come along and just try it because it's always something that I wanted to try. So, yeah, you know, see, see if I can out, out offend people. <laughs> try and not offend me. Like the, only, the, the first bit of feedback I got from Megan was that I couldn't say the C word so much. <laughs> She's like, you're dropping the C bomb into off. And I was like, but that's just how I talk. <laughs> saying that I corrected myself from C bomb because I know I've been dropping it quite freely the last few weeks. Ah, uh, you've even got me saying it sometimes <laughs> too. Man on Pats has had a word in your ear. Ah, yeah. Is that why she's, she's not. She's, I think she doesn't bother. Maybe is it Rachel? No. No, she didn't scare She just kept telling us off for What was it? No, we did have feedback from Rachel. She's like, who the fuck's sniffing at the microphone? I got an IM from her at work. She's like, is the new episode up? I was like, aye. Hi, Rachel. Hi, Rachel. Hi, Rachel. Hi, Rachel. Thanks. <laughs> but she's like, she's like, I'm just in now. She's like, who the fuck keeps sniffing at the microphone? God, she was moaning about uh, throat sweeties <laughs> and that the week before. What's your problem, Rachel? <laughs> have you had you Rachel on? on? No, she won't come on. on. She won't she come, won't on. come on. Rachel. I'm asking come you. Come on, bestie. Andy Mack is asking you, please come on the podcast. Maybe for the me. 50th episode, we can get yeah. Rachel to come on. Yeah. Let's get a fucking petition to get Rachel on the show. I want good. to know what you said. But oh, okay. Oh, right, okay. It was, it's not really that bad, <laughs> it but please peep it out, because yeah. I, I don't want I'll anyone being... Well, the first thing was like, someone said the, the, um, there was a... <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> <laughs> So that's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so yeah, blend in, stand out, 9th of November, see two, possibly three of the Monkey Sword Fight boys yeah. doing some shit. One trying to make you laugh, the other one just trying to get inside your brain. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you want to say pants? <laughs> Me too. <laughs> inside your brain pants? No, inside your Andy pants. Mac, brain <laughs> pants. No, just your brain. <laughs> just pants. Right, I've got, um, I've got a topic I want to I touched on this earlier, mm -hmm. and it was a Twitter topic that I found quite interesting, and it was... Petty hills that people are willing to die on. Okay. So, like, oh, unpopular man. arguments that you have that you stand pretty firm on. Yeah. So, for mine, it was Kayla Music at weddings. And my second one was, I don't like Radiohead and I don't see what the big fucking deal is. Ah, okay. So, has anyone else got, like, a hill that is, like, an unpopular opinion, a hill that you are willing to die on against I, popular opinion? I hate Muse and Radiohead. I feel you. That's, Yeah. That's I don't weird. mind Muse so much with Radiohead. I, I watched them at Glastonbury a couple of years ago and there was a joke going around on The Onion that Radiohead play 
uh, were tuning up for 10 minutes and people were praising it as the most beautiful set they'd ever <laughs> Sorry, seen. Yeah. And I just, I don't get it, man. He's like some sort of albino chimp having some sort of seizure on the Aww. microphone and people are like, the, the stellar work, Tom York. I'm like, no, it's not, man. It's not. It's not good at all. He did, um, there's a YouTube channel called Boiler Room and it basically films DJ sets and Tom York did one and it went down in history as the worst Boiler Room ever. It's basically a maybe about 100 people behind him and no one dances for like the hour and it's just him bopping up and down like oh is these the ones where it's like they're himself. all around the decks yeah oh yeah, yeah. I've seen a few of these it's just... basically like take as much drugs as you can and try and assault the DJ while being on camera <laughs> what? yeah <laughs> YouTube videos Mike what about you um, I've already kind of did this already but I'll, it's music related as well but first one uh, Tupac wasn't as talented as I think as everybody thinks he is. That's number one. Oh, that's an and number two, I just don't like the Beatles, and I think a lot of people shit on yeah, me for that. that. Was a very early one. You yeah, know, you got a so lot of take I, for that. I do get a lot of shit for that. I thought you were going to say the fact you don't like Lauren Sausage either. Oh yeah, if if that Dina. is one, no, I think it's gross. No, I'm a Link guy. Like <laughs> Link. Andy Mack, what about yourself? I've got many an unpopular <laughs> opinion. Well, hit us with one. I've, not that I could think of right now, guys, that wouldn't offend somebody somewhere out there. So well, we're we'll bleeping just, we'll shit just, out. Just go ahead. <laughs> right, no, no, we'll just swiftly move on. <laughs> but I just thought it was quite. I thought it was quite an interesting topic, and I thought I was like, oh, fucking Radiohead can suck my dick. I got, I got a, a interesting, a interesting topic. Um, okay. Shitting. <laughs> um, we were talking about <laughs> shitting right before. <laughs> Smooth segue. Yeah. Um, Radiohead. Just because, like, I, I probably, when I wrote this in the notes here, I probably had the shit, and I was like, oh, man. But um, are, are you a home guy, a home base guy, or, or what? Like, I, I feel like I used to be strictly home. Like, I need to be home. I'll do anything to get home to do it. But See, now I'm kind of, as I'm getting older now, the beard's getting gray. I'm like, you know what? I'm going anywhere. If I if I, I, mean if I need to go, I will find the nearest suitable place. <laughs> I, have a, I have a real. I have a really I have a story. You want to clean that up a little bit? You, we're not talking I, about the streets, right? I have, <laughs> I have a story about shitting. If oh. you would like to indulge me, oh, do possibly you? one of the most embarrassing moments of my entire life. So okay. this is about what's the wee man now? He's coming nine and a half. So maybe about five, six years ago, wee man's birthday. We're planning a day out to Blair Drummond. This hell week. Leading up to it, I have been sick as a dog. Mm-hmm. Like, the the bad one, the front and the back. Just not having a great time. Starting to feel better. I was like, right, oh, cool. So we're driving to uh, Blair Drummond. I'm in the car with mate Smithy and I think Matt in the back. We get turned around on the way to Blair Drummond and all of a sudden, something needs to go down. Grumbling. Oh, and so we get to, he pulls up my head to Smithy. I'm like, you have to pull up the side of this road. And there's a wall, and it's a busy road, so I'm like, I'm not just going to drop trout here. I'm going to have to try and get over this wall. Oh, my God. And as I vault myself over this wall, the force <laughs> of the liftoff, and it, it happens. And apparently, I just popped my head over this wall. I was like, I've shot myself. <laughs> <laughs> so, and we have the title of our episode. <laughs> I've shot however, myself. However, so I will say, like, I was very ill. I won't go into detail, but I, like, I couldn't have done anything to stop what happened. So I managed to sort myself. And so we get to Blair Drummond, and obviously I go to phone ahead say we're running late, and Smithy and Matt just like, shot himself! <laughs> so the group of about 12 people that we've got at Blair Drummond with us are waiting. So we walk in, and if, I don't know if I've ever been to uh, Blair Drummond. Can you go to yeah. the, the Sea Lion Room? 
Yeah. It's like a yeah. U-shaped room. So we walk in from the left and far right is all of our family and friends sat in the first two rows and they all stand up oh, and just start fucking clapping no, me on entrance. Oh, that's terrible. And that was brutal. So yeah. But yeah, I'll go anywhere, apparently. <laughs> Not anywhere, but let's say, I, I, I don't get these people that no, I can't, can't poo anywhere else. Like, if I need to go, I'm a go like. Yeah. In a toilet, preferably, but. But if not, it's out of the road for you. Get it out of you. Fuck that. No way, man. No I, tr- way. I try and get it out of the way before I leave the house. But sometimes, you know, you need to, you need to get it sorted. If we're doing poo stories, I got, I got a couple. Because <laughs> I, I, got I got a horrible stomach. Oh, man. First one. This is um, a shite episode. <laughs> the shite episode. Um, the, I was, it was with one of my, my exes. And this was like the, in the early stages. And um, she, was, she was in New York. And I, I don't know why. I left my house. And we, we went to the mall. My stomach was kind of acting up anyway. And I was like, maybe I'll just use the bathroom when I go to the mall. And I was like, no, she's going to be wondering why. Because I didn't want to shit in, around her or in front of her or whatever. <laughs> it was weird. So... I was like, man, my stomach's killing me. So now I'm driving around, can't find a parking spot. And I'm like, oh, man, damn. So then she's like, she goes, all right, well, let's just go around. You know how, like, you go to the back of the parking lot. You always can find, you always find spots yeah. back there. But I was like, I can't walk. There's no way I can walk, get out of the car and walk all the way in there without running. I'll have to run and she'll think it's weird. So I was like, you know what? I'll drop you off here and I'll go find parking. She's like, all right, cool. She's like, I'll meet you in the food court. I'm like, all right, cool. So I'm like, all right, bye. Give her a kiss. Door closes. <laughs> <laughs> I fly home. It's like a 20 minute journey. I'm bouncing up and down. I finally get home, got my key out. I'm jiggling and trying to get in the door and you just feel it. It's, it's like a waterfall about to come down. I'm like, this is it. 22 year old Mike Doss is about to shit himself on his doorstep. I was like, this is the end of it. But I finally got in there and thank God my parents' house had a door, had a bathroom right by the side door. Oh my God. I, I, my silhouette was through that door. Like it was like, boom, right through there. And it was like, Wow, it was terrible. They're the kind of, terrible. I know, I know the kind of ones you're on about. They're the kind of ones where afterwards, like one of your legs is just sitting twitching. Like, <laughs> yeah, oh, you got the shaky leg, man. You're like, it was, oh, that was it's beast. brutal. <laughs> I see your legs shake. And, <laughs> and, and the other one was we went to we went to this casino and we were we were drinking. All, I think it was we were probably drinking the night before as well. So I had the beer shits and <laughs> uh, we went around to this nice steakhouse. I think it was maybe even a Michael Jordan steakhouse. Oh. And. Um, and I remember going into the bathroom after, and it was like a long line because everyone had started drinking by this point. People were finished eating up dinner, and they were going to the casino to blow all their money. And I remember waiting on this line. I'm bouncing, I'm bouncing. I'm like, oh man, I gotta, I gotta shit, I gotta shit, I gotta shit. So finally, I get in there, and the lock on the thing was broken. <laughs> so now, and it was it was a disabled toilet too. So I'm holding it, I'm stretching out, kind of holding it on the toilet, and some guy in a wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs> You again? <laughs> Actually, before that, because I was scared to poop in public, I used to put toilet paper down. So I put toilet paper, and the bathroom is kind of grotty. So I put toilet paper all over this thing, and it was it balancing. like a train spot in style bog. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, it wasn't that bad. So there's toilet paper all around. So I used the toilet, and no one burst in. But then I opened up the door, and it was like a line of like 20-year-old guys, like, <laughs> like about a mile deep. It was like, shit. So the next <laughs> the next guy... Like walks in, he's like, "Oof!" And then he looked in there, and he saw all the toilet paper still on the toilet seat. Yeah. He was like, "It looks like a fucking bird's nest in there." <laughs> and I was like, "Oh god!" Do you I don't mean- think that's, that's bad for man. Not like like see you walk in and all the traps are full, and then somebody walks out and you walk in after them. Isn't like unwritten laws? Do not make eye contact. No, leave me alone. Yeah, just like <laughs> this, I just is, didn't want this to is a shameful part of everyone's existence. I asked them how it was. <laughs> <laughs> was it as good for how's you? It, how's the weather in there? Soft to midland. <laughs> 
<laughs> I didn't want to be sitting down in a fucking toilet like that. No. No, fuck that. I've had to go in a it's lot of different one. nightclubs and it's generally just like... Oh, oh shit. Yeah. in a nightclub's dangerous yeah. territory, man. Because yeah. it's usually 20 guys all waiting to do gear or... <laughs> and like, it's the gear that makes you do it. Yeah, or, or just like... <laughs> <laughs> three three people have taken pills that have had a, a too harsh a come up and they do actually need to shit their pants. Yeah, it's not good. Or is it like 20 guys that think they need to pee but can't? Yeah, Because their yeah. penis has been reduced to a shrub. <laughs> Loads of guys at their urinals just like... A grub. Yeah. <laughs> Stop looking at me! Stop looking at me! Yeah, nightclub bathrooms aren't, aren't nice no, places. No, no, they're not good. No. Apparently in Maine's, man, apparently the women's toilets in places, you can... And, Witherspoons in Perth, the women have got a couch. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. And their window isn't frosted. Yeah. Well, they, so they, get nice view, they get a nice wee view. See, I've, I've heard that they can be worse a lot of the time. Girls' toilets are worse. Yeah, I've heard that too, but I don't know. Some, some of them seem very nice. They spend a lot of time in there with other women. That's to so. stay away from men. Uh, yeah. <laughs> are we that bad? Yeah. <laughs> men in nightclubs are terrible, apparently. Andy, you got any poo stories? No, I just wait till I go home. It's fine. Yeah, you're probably going to some... I've really got nothing to say on this. Like, no, <laughs> that's all right. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, well, on that note, <laughs> should we jump in a little bit of... Bra or no? Yeah, you got to get yourself on a schedule, especially when you work in an office. Like, you, you got to get that out in the morning, and I then quarter to ten because that's when they clean the box. Well, that's the thing; they, they they always seem to be in there, and it's always the, the female cleaner that comes in there, and she's like, she's like, anyone in here? And you're like, now nah, I got to scream over the thing. Yeah, yeah, shitting. Yeah, I'm I in just try, I just try and cough. Like, <laughs> She just hears my gas, actually. Just <laughs> <laughs> toilets are like the worst, like acoustically, aren't toilets the worst thing for farting? Like if you don't want to fart around your... like You hear someone having a pee who thinks they're in there, but it's definitely just... They're the best ones. This has been the weirdest fucking episode. This is what we should be talking about. I was sat in a cubicle once and the guy next door just went, oh my God. God, <laughs> that fister came out of him from last night. That fist-shaped dildo came out of him from the night before. Oh. <laughs> I heard um, there was the who was the big comedian that was on um, used to be on Mock the Week and stuff. Big giant Darryl guy. Green. No, oh. he was on the In Betweeners as well. Teacher. Oh no, you mean? Oh, I just watched this special. Yeah, and he told the story about he used to have a disabled, uh, well, not a disabled kid, a kid who had really bad hearing in his class because he used to be a teacher. So he had a microphone like clipped to his collar, so the kids could hear him. Yeah, and he'd been out <laughs> the night before, and he went to the toilet and not turned it off. And shit his pants, oh, and man. he was going like, "Oh no, oh no, oh oh," and then like, <laughs> and then he said he walked back into the classroom, and there was just this kid with a hearing aid and just like looking like he'd just seen a ghost or his parents having sex. <laughs> so he heard the whole thing. What's that guy's name? That's another one. That's gonna piss me off. Is it Rob? Greg. 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 Something. Is it? Yeah. Greg. Hey, Pull that shit up. 
Anyway, I think we're maybe doing bra, no, weren't we? Oh, were you cooking here? Yeah, we're ready to go. Uh, it's Greg Davies. Greg yeah, Davies. He does a really good bit about shagging his teddy bear in his recent, recent <laughs> special. <laughs> and it is fucking brilliant. Yeah, that is good. Um, anyway, so, bra or no? I don't know how much of that Andy's going to leave in, but... Uh, probably all of it, aye. All right, we'll yeah, have to make was good. some slight edits, I think, to some of the things we've discussed in the middle of it. But... Um, yeah, that was some illuminating conversation, guys. So it's like Edison with the pooja. No, no, just some of the stories like. Oh, like oh, okay. Oh, right. I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. I thought you meant about uh, what just happened. All right. No, hey, no, no. First of all, bro or no? This week, are we going uh, live this week? We do. Oh, some yeah, live. we should. Sorry, my phone's about to d. So yeah, okay. we've got a uh, Booby Parker. Probably going to be a very quick one, as is anything to do with the Tory government. <laughs> Universal credit slash benefit cuts. No. 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 Imagine somebody said bro. <laughs> no. If you not. said bro, fuck off at this podcast. <laughs> I don't care if it takes one of our listeners away. Stick it up your arse. Oh, my God. Um, slightly more happier one. Shout out to PJ Mackerin, PJ and Alana of Night and Day Podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, cover bands. Either covering a band completely or covering specific songs. For the record, Alana is not a fan of very many covers. She always prefers the original. Bro or no? That's a tricky one because what if the version you get into is a cover first and then you go back to listen to the original and it's never ever the what same? What about the, the mm. Johnny Cash's cover of Nine Inch Nails song? Even Trent Reznor says it's better than the original. Do you know what I mean? I, yeah. I, didn't, I see it's the same in it. If you're a decent cover band... Crack on. I went to Fake Fest a couple of years ago and still my favourite cover band of all time, just the name itself, Oasis, is my favourite shit. They were, Oasis, they yeah. Were, they were brilliant. You know, I mean, and you know what you're paying for. You know it's not going to be as good as the actual band. Yeah. And there was a Queen cover band as well that were fucking tremendous. You always get that in the bar 44, don't you? Yeah, the yeah. Institute you get. Mm. The thing I don't get is why, as a supposedly creative person would you want to be someone else because those gigs are paying fucking 300 pound a night 400 pound a night depends where you're doing them it's money for old broke man it's the same but i think it's the same like wedding bands and stuff like that i mean you could be you could be writing your own songs but maybe they can't listen maybe you just want to perform yeah Mm Most of them probably do both anyway. They go back and forth. Fucking good money in the wedding. Tell you, man. Man. Yeah. I'll say if if you're a decent cover band, I'm going to say bro. Like the, all the cover bands I've seen have always been pretty decent. And you know it's not the real thing, but it's like fucking. It's like you're a wank, isn't it? <laughs> I don't mind covering. <laughs> I'm sorry. Say it again. <laughs> well, it's not as good as the real thing, but it'll do the trick. Yeah, I didn't mind covering songs. I think there's a problem with that, especially if it's a good cover. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Cover bands, nah, nah, nah. I'm boycotting that. Like boycotting that shit. Um, I like a good, funny cover cover band name. That's cool. I can I agree with you, Mitch. I, like, if you're gonna be creative, go all out and make up your own stuff. But I think it's a good feeling when you like. Let's say you're at a bar, you had a couple of drinks. I mean, I know you shouldn't qualify things that way with a couple of drinks because mm. that can make everything good. But if you hear a song that you like from a band that you like and they're doing it well, good cover bands. Yeah, I'll, I'll go bro. For See, that. I because I, I, when I was in a band, we used to cover uh, "Let There Be Rock" by AC/DC, and I used to fucking love playing that just because it was a fun tune to play, and it would always get a crowd. You put it in sort of halfway through the set, it pull a crowd back in. Yeah, I think if you're doing 
one song like Hot Chip do Dancing in the Dark <laughs> like an electronic version and it's nice. fucking amazing but if you're doing like a whole I would never ever go and see I wouldn't pay money to go and see like a Queen cover no. band or anything like that the only cover songs I've actually heard are the ones that they play in TK Maxx because they don't pay for the <laughs> for PRS. Yeah. I used to, used to get when I worked in JJB, the Christmas ones were the worst. Like, and it would be one guy with a very not even the greatest vocal range, and he would just be singing all the hits of the time, yeah. and they would all be terrible. And by the end of it, you would feel like your eyeball was bleeding. I worked at a, a party goods store, and they sold all those CDs with all the fake cover bands and everything on that and it was 99 love balloons it was a cover of that oh, i fucking loved it loved it 99 love balloons so what minute so we got no uh i'll say uh, uh no if it's cover bands cover, bands. cover bands are saying no Mike, i'll not? say i'll say bra mitch i'm no i'll say bra as well so going with alana she says no so that's a nobbin a nobbin, a nobbin. Now, hang on, before you go to this next one. I've got something with me. All right. You have a nobbin? No. Oh, oh no. What do we got? Pickle Dick! Oh, we hit it. Oh, yeah. Oh, mate. Oh, boy. Oh, man. You want a pickled egg? You want me? I'll hit the phone because I'm not trying that shit. Like, uh, uh, yeah, right. so I'll spew my dinger, man. Nah. You don't want a pickled egg, no, son? I don't want a fucking pickled egg, like. A wee pickled egg, laddie. Oh, smell that. I got Henderson, Bartlett Wright, and all the other watching at the moment. Mate. Mmm, that smells Andy, good. Andy Henderson's got the bulk emoji. <laughs> For a wee pickled egg. There's no danger I'm putting any of that shit near my gun. You don't have one? No. Smells like you want used football one? boots. Hell yes. <laughs> it does. Oh. I don't, oh, do I just, oh, I don't want to. Put my finger in there. Oh, mate. That's it heavy oh. It's the bubbles that are weirding me out. It's the fucking brain. All right, Bart, mm. what's happening, mate? Finger in this jar of pickles. Oh. Oh, pickled eggs. Oh. oh. Nah, I'm past, past eating time. My fat. Oh, mate. Too good. There's a weird texture to them. No, I like that, Mike. Oh, my God. Oh. Oh, feeling? that juice has gotten right into the middle, too. How are you feeling on that one, Mike? I don't like the, it's, the, the, the egg white isn't as soft as it should be, but it's all right. It's not bad. All right. These are good. Thank you. I think this is my first time having one of those. That's why I brought them for you, mate. No, I, I promised it last week, but I forgot. I, mean, funny, I, I brought cake, and Andy Mack brought the pickled eggs out. <laughs> okay, so That's up there. <laughs> we're really looking for Mike's opinion on this one. What would you say to it, Mike? Mm. I'll give it a bra. Bra? Mm-hmm. That's my boy. I could put a whole jar of those down, probably. Me a couple drinks, man. No, I'm not even fucking look at them. <laughs> oh, mate. No, no, no danger, man. No. Healthy, good protein. No, I do that as an next forfeit on something, I'll eat a pickled egg, but I'm not just eating it off my own back. Like. Mm-mm. Nah, fuck that. My breath is hotchin' now. Sorry, guys. Sorry, calling you easy. <laughs> <laughs> right, so I think that's a universal bra for the two guys that actually ate those fucking things. Yeah. Mm. Oh, nah. Right, Greg Tarby, Barbo. Rehydration caps after weigh-ins for combat sports. What, what, what is that? I meant to look that right, up. Andy Mack, can you enlighten us? Uh, yeah, so after they cut weight in the weigh in, they're only allowed to replenish a certain percentage or a certain amount of fluids. I'm not exactly sure. They're not allowed to use the. I know they're not allowed IV to use drips. IV drips anymore. Can you hold that so I can wash my hands? I'm sorry. Oh, no, you just lick your fingers off, man. The vinegar, <laughs> that's the best bit. Sean Moran, Fraser Reeve, there's Mike just after it, cleaning the pickled eggs off his hands. 
thing is though, do they oh, with the rehydration it. tablets are they not? What's the what's the issue with them? Like using them because surely they'd want them to be at their like optimum. I think it's is it maybe fighting like capability. Extra shit in them, but then I don't care. We just tell Target to fuck off. <laughs> No, well, you think about it, right? If they say you've got a 7.5% rehydration cap, so if you fight 175, £170, 7.5% of that is £12.75. So you're not allowed to weigh more than £182.75. Oh, so you're not allowed to go above a certain weight when you go in the ring? To a cert- no, well, to a certain point. So they might say up to 12 hours after the weigh-in, you're not allowed to weigh more than, say, 7.5% of your body weight above what you weighed in at. So, so it's to stop guys like it's to try and stop them from cutting weight, cutting so hard to make weight, mm-hmm. and then obviously then rehydrating and being. Well, that's not safe of, either cutting no. weight that fast. So yeah, yeah. Because I, like, I think the the brain's think the last bit to get rehydrated. So if you're getting hit in the head and your brain is still not fully oh. hydrated, that's when there's more space between the brain and the skull. So it's got more. Look room at the to amount of fighters I've had to pull out. Prior to like just before they're actually weighed in because these Khabib guys did it. Khabib, his, ah, yeah. Was it his kidneys failed? Is that with Dan Hardy as well? How many Dan? Is that why he know. retired? He Dan was talking Hardy. about coming back as well. He must be fucking mad, mate. I know, Too many magic why. mushrooms. That's yeah. what it is. Dan, Hardy, Dan Hardy, Hardy not pull out? But did he not? Uh, because they pulled out the IV drips. I don't know why he retired because the weight cut and the, the refuel was just too fucking brutal on him. He got severely knocked out by someone as well. I that can't remember who it was. Um, for me personally, I don't see the point of having a cap. I think, you know, if you're able to cut the weight, then as soon as you've weighed in, you, that's the official weight, and then you should be allowed to rehydrate as much or as quickly as, as you think it's quickly necessary. Quickly safely, aye. I'm gonna yeah, say safely, of course. I'm going to say no for the caps. Yeah, say no. no? I'll say no too, yeah. Fuck the no. caps. <laughs> Harley Ross. Pickles on sandwiches. Bra or no? A bra? Yeah, what's wrong no. with pickles? No, you know, pickle, like... The fuck's wrong with pickles? Bro. Andy Mike. Pickle daft me. <laughs> <laughs> Especially the America... When I was in America last year, the proper, like, thick, cut, crinkle ones. They're good. <sighs> but you don't get them as much over here. No, you don't. The only thing I'll ever eat that's been brined is a hot dog. You'd be surprised what kind of selection of good shit you've got in the pickle dial in ours. <laughs> no, honestly. I had kimchi before. What? It's called kimchi. It's, like, Japanese fermented... It's, like, cabbage and... Um, beetroot and stuff like that. That's that's really good. I've it's really that. tasty. I've never tried no, it. thank you. Good for you as well. I'm gonna say no on the old pickles on a sandwich, Harley. Bra, bra, bra. of fame for that one. Fuck me, Billy Morrison. Shout out to Billy and his wife Jewel who are on their honeymoon at the moment. Um, I think we touched on this before. Anyone in just speedos on a public beach? <laughs> uh, if we, you're wearing speedos, you touch berms. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to get a pair from the last holiday. Was <laughs> <laughs> that to I wind up your missus? No, it was. Have you ever seen Sexy Beast with Ray Winston? Oh, right, yeah, yeah. Kind of. I was rocking that shape anyway. So I thought. I'm not being funny, mate. You might be rocking the shape, but you're no Ray. None of us are Ray. I could be for just one afternoon. <laughs> ben Kingsley was a beast in that film, anyway. Was a mental but, kid. Yeah, I never got them. So I know. I'm with no all around. No. I uh, only. Folk that wear speedos, they touch kids. Yeah. Speedos are for do that in your do that in your pool at home if you have it. Huh? <laughs> Not touching kids. No, so I mean. Just clarify. 
Monkey Sword the, Fight does the, not endorse the speedos. Speedos. <laughs> <laughs> speedos or pedos? Pedos, speedos. Oh, ha- Holly just put one on there. Sorry. Okay. Um, she's chimed in. She's on the uh, the live here. Eating alone in a restaurant, bra or no? Nah? No. That's really? A, that's a big no. <coughs> See, no, no. I had never done it before. Oh, shit. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Why the fuck no? <laughs> I'm sorry, okay, I'd never, I'd never done it before, and I was coming back for work, and I was in Heathrow, and I went in to get something to eat on the plane, before I went on the plane, and I went into a restaurant, and I went, I sat, and I, was, I, I chucked my, balanced my phone up against the ketchup bottles, and I literally ate my food and left, because I felt so fucking weird. <laughs> See, I think that's all right, in an airport, that's different. Yeah, that's different. I didn't enjoy it, though, but like... Would you go out on a Saturday night doing uh, fucking Pacos for a table for one? Nah. If that's what she's getting at, then nah, nah, that's nah, a, nah. That's nah. A, no, you wouldn't. Do I'd that. rather fucking get myself some scran, sit in the house, and just sit and eat it in Mondays. I'm sure there's like old folk. Would you order more food for one person so that you went to the door and were like, oh, cheers, and then you just shout to an empty house, just yeah. come in? It's just come Chop, in. Chop, here. Yeah. <laughs> nah, man, the thing is, I eat less when she's about, so oh. it's not to embarrass myself. Never oh. tell me the time that I ate so much she asked me if I was all right. <laughs> <laughs> We're hungover to death, right? Ordered a Donner Calzone, chips and cheese and pakora. Wow. And I wolfed it all down. I was about halfway through the pakora after fishing off the calzone and the chips and cheese and she was just stopped and there was that. What? And she's like, are you okay? <laughs> and I was like, yes. <laughs> but no, that's a no for me, Holly, no. I think old folk do that though, don't they? It's like they like because they've like got they're old and like their pals have died and that. It's like, they just, <laughs> <laughs> like oh my they god, they just go like the carvery and stuff like do that. They do, all, like, tell you, but do you think they do it just to troll folks so you feel bad for them sitting by themselves? Like, Maybe you know, should we ask him to come on and sit with us? No, fuck him. <laughs> No. Uh, no, maybe. <laughs> no. If I was an old person, I don't want anyone coming over to me and be like, hey, you want some? No, I'm here on my own. I'm going to cut your food for you. <laughs> <laughs> Hud my teeth, you prick. So, uh, um, That's a no from me. Like. Uh, I'll say I'll say no. I I don't like the idea of sitting there on my phone eating dinner on my own. I would do it if I needed to, but I, I wouldn't go out to Paco's yeah, like right. you The said. one time I did it in the airport, I really didn't enjoy it at all. Not right. through a choice. I think it has to be done sometimes, but... See, yeah. I don't mind that in an airport. You're killing time. You might have four hours in yeah. between a flight. Like, yeah, but it was, I don't know if it was like, have a couple of It was kind of like, like, it was like a, one of it was like a, it looked like it was like a fast serve restaurant. I was sort of sitting chilling and I felt really uncomfortable because I could see like tables getting cleared all around me and I'd already finished my scran. So it was, it's no for me. Like, so it's a no for me. Like, so that's. I don't know if uh, Barkwright is uh, taking the piss, but he says videoing podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> bro, must be bro. You're watching it, mate. Hey. Hi, hi-o. All right. Um, Next one we got Gaza Monroe. Yes, Gaza. Pumpkin spice in anything other than a <laughs> latte. He says no, and he's always. This just sounds wrong, and it's frosted flakes, pumpkin spice. Just pumpkin spice, anything, full nah. stop. Never mind lattes. No, for me. Actually, I brought some pumpkin pie for Mikey Dots that Mama Pat's cooked as well, but I do like pumpkin pie. Oh, yeah, I'm going to take a What is that. pumpkin spice? Because pumpkins aren't spicy. Don't know. No <laughs> idea. It's something that people like it's to drink. Cinnamon. Is it like a cinnamon and pumpkin cinnamon? mix, kind of? Yeah. I'd have cinnamon flakes, like, you know, like the gold, remember the oh, golden, golden grams. grams? Oh, they were good. Cinnamon um, grams. I'm down. I'm down with that. Um, I'll say I, I agree with, with Gary. Like, put it in your coffee. It tastes all right there, but anything else, I don't want pumpkin in it, no. Cinnamon, nutmeg, and clove, just in case you're wondering. All right. That's what makes it that. 
Uh, I saw a guy in Asda's earlier on, pure dad part as fuck. Dude, I know. What is it about men when Dapa. they get to about forty-five that they walk around the shops with their arms behind their back like that? Have you ever noticed that, or is that just me that notices? No, that? I think I mean, they're, they're making pretend that they're football managers uh, pacing down. He was he was piping up to his wife Janet because uh, he, he, he got really he got <laughs> Shout really, out to Janet. He got really excited because they had pumpkin spice candles, two for a fiver. Oh, and he was like, "That's a good deal." Eh? <laughs> Janet was not impressed. Oh, <laughs> fuck you, and Janet. Eh? Janet's a hard Big woman to Davey's please. just trying to fucking share an interest with you. Davey walks with his hands behind his back so he doesn't smack Jen in the face when she gets out of line. That's I don't what mean guys that. guys do in shops when they're over 45, they all just wander around perusing the shelves. I used to know, I used to, my, dad would just, my dad would just swing his keys around. My dad than, likes to keep his hands free so he can beat people up to get to the bargains fast. So like, <laughs> just beating people with a fucking yeah. leg of lamb that's one day away from going bad. A frozen... Salmon. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Um, well, I'm going to say no for Gary on the pumpkin spice. Yeah, I, I, I'll say no as well. I like my coffee black. Me too. I like it like, like a man. Say it, guys. I like my podcast like I like my co-hosts. <laughs> <laughs> your coffee like you like your co-hosts. Oh, bastard. <laughs> you screwed that up. Oh, well. uh, you, you threw me off because I made the same joke. Sorry, Ah. So uh, Andy put a good one on here, Andy Henderson. Wearing team gear of teams you don't follow, bro or no? I think that's a shot at me, but... Who do you wear that you don't follow? So you guys won't do that because that's like a sin in soccer. You would never wear a jersey of like... You certainly wouldn't wear a Rangers jersey. Mm -hmm. Um, Mitch, do you follow any sports at all? Football. Football. I I would never, ever wear a hearts kit. No. Yeah, that's probably not going to work. Would you come about then like, wearing, like, say, like the Nigeria top or, you know, say the Germans had a nice fucking away top or something like that? I would, yeah. Some of the old Germany kits are pretty cool. Mm. So I don't think there's... or yeah. I, I think it doesn't matter so much with international kits. Because I think yeah. international teams, you can, like, you can like players. Like, I've got a Brazil top because I used to fucking love Fat Ronaldo. <laughs> and I've got the Brazil top for the last World Cup that he played in. And like I had an old Italy top, and that sort of was smart. But like the like actual teams, unless you follow that club team, I think it's like like I've no worn my Man United jerseys, and I won't until fucking Jose Mourinho dies. Oh God! You own Man United jerseys? I did. <laughs> Sound, mate. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, <laughs> but if, if you're throwing that out, if you're throwing out international stuff, I like. But I wouldn't. I wouldn't wear like a Dallas Cowboy jersey mm. so i guess that is no yes. but like a hat like i own a um like i own like a pittsburgh pirate hat at one point it's not like a yankees division rival but it's a team that i didn't but just because it coordinated you saying know? that i actually have i've stepped on my own toes recently because i couldn't find my my jets beanie and it was cold outside so i put on megan's the philly one philly Ooh-wee. beanie but <laughs> i'm a guy from perth <laughs> saying that how about them jets is andy still watching uh I think he is still watching. How about them jets, Andy? Yeah. yeah. Speaking of, um, just quickly back to that wedding, I went to the bar, saw some guy for <laughs> Beep that out, please. <laughs> and um, <laughs> as you do when you go to other parts of Scotland, and had a great conversation about NFL with him and the bartender. It was like, wow, I, this would have never happened like 10 years ago. So it's growing, and I love it. We're very cultured over here. You are. You just love your sports, <laughs> you Scottish men. Anything else? What else is on the board? Think that was all it was on the Facebook. That was all we had. Do we have any? Um, oh, let me look at the list. The camera's going everywhere. 
We had, uh, oh, Andy also said, word with dots, bro or no. <laughs> bro. 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 It's been shite the last couple of weeks. I'm trying, Andy. I'm trying. It's always shite. I'm, That's why I love it. <laughs> I don't think Andy's ever liked it. Because if you go back and listen to the episode that Andy was on, he was giving you trash like straight away from hey, where you were getting them. He's a little like chuff. I think any sort of motivational words. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he told me to get rid of it. We, we talk about the podcast. Probably we should put this in feedback. But we talk about the podcast quite a bit. And um, he was saying... Just get rid of it. And I was like, no, I can't just get rid no, of it. It's a thing. Like, it's, it's a, a staple. Thing now. <laughs> Fuck you. No, don't. Stay. Listen, we need you. Um, <laughs> that a bit pleading? Can you beat that out? He sounds like we're totally desperate, man. Like, I know. Please don't podcast doing really well. On the up and up. Do you want to do one more or you want to save that I don't that know. Do we have any more? Yeah, it was two more. Ah, go for it. Give us one more. All right, well, just one more. Pot noodles. Because you've been mentioning that before. Oh, I love a pot noodle, hey. Yeah. I'm chicken and mushroom till I die, though. Chicken and mushroom. Chicken. Get, get out of here. That's the worst flavor. No, man, that's the best flavor. Oh, uh, no. Original curry. The Bombay bad boy. Hmm? Oh, I, uh, extra soy sauce. No, man, Which one? The green one. Chicken and mushroom. No way. I saw a guy put on Facebook the other day, why on the extra large pot noodles don't you get an extra large sauce? Correct. Oh, it's the Tories. <laughs> Somebody get going. <laughs> fucking Brexit if you ask me, mate. <laughs> but um, I know I'm a I'm a chicken mushroom loyal. Uh, gross. Chow mein one's good. Beef and tomatoes, all right. Chow mein one is good. I had beef and tomato yesterday. I've, very I've good. I've discovered recently is the uh, the old mug shots, but the ones that you actually get in the pot. Mm-hmm. You get in the madras, chow mein. There's a jerk chicken. There's a peri peri. Those things are the fucking bomb, and they've got less shit in them than pot noodles. So oh, right. pot chemicals. Chemicals, yeah. yeah. Oh, that stuff's no but good. yeah, no, I'm bra, I'm bra a day for a pot noodle. Like, I was gonna say no, but I can't. I, I like them. to get two, cook them, pour them into a bowl, and get a couple of bits of bread and just fucking Super scoop up. that shit up. That's like close to payday shit. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's the 21st. You're like, how am I gonna oh, feed my son? <laughs> nah, he's alright. He's young. He can go a little bit longer. I need to eat a raw guy. <laughs> pot noodle with Space Raider croutons. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> Ooh, no, the other morning, that, yeah. I mean, tough for off this week, so we're making, we made toast, scrambled eggs with cheese, and then had like a pack of cheesy Doritos, old school, um, sitting, we had like four or five left, so I crushed them up, yeah. and then sprinkled them on top of my scrambled eggs with cheese, and then a little bit of reggae reggae sauce on the top of there. Do you know what I'd love reggae, to do is reggae. make the mozzarella dippers like that, but then to do the breadcrumbs. Obviously, we didn't get the crunchy Cheetos over here, but yeah. to do the tiny cheese Doritos, mate, I love them. Yeah. I, I, done a, I made oh. Super Bowl hot wings one year and breaded the chicken wings in spicy Doritos. Oh, I didn't. I'm about to slide off a seat. Dreeping. Dreeping. What are we doing for time, Andy Mac? Uh, what, what do you think? Take a guess. 120. Fucking one one hour nineteen. I was gonna say one minute. Okay. I want to put a button on this one. Yeah, well, we'd get into what we're watching till this week, and we'll sign off. Yes. For a, another week of fun chats and adventures through everyone's shitting habits. So, what have been watching and listening to this week? Who's going first? I think we start with Mitch. What have you been <clears> watching? I've been watching. Um, we've been going back through Harry Potter because. Emma's what, the films or the books yeah yeah no the films nice. and then um, when I was on holiday I read um, The Secret Footballer I've heard about it I've never actually read it's Dave Kitson Is if anyone wants to know yeah it's Dave Kitson who did he play for Reading uh, Ginger Striker 
legend. How yeah. did he get pulled up? Because I remember he managed to had it on for a well, while. Well, he it? had. He described a couple of games, and then I watched the video on YouTube, and the things that he described happened to Dave Kitson. So in those exact moments, so oh, gave it away that way. And I also read banks, you have secret bloggers. Yeah, <laughs> and then I also read. Um, Peter Crouch's autobiography. It's actually quite good. I've heard his podcast might be pretty funny. Yeah. And then I also read Anthony Bourdain. Have you seen him before? Oh, I've heard yeah. of him. He's amazing. Yeah. Well, he killed himself earlier oh, this yeah. year. But yeah, he's got a book called Kitchen Confidential. And it's the best book I've read. It's, it's really, really good. I definitely recommend, oh, right. recommend reading it. It's I'm really, really good. Book, yeah. It's a good insight to kind of what actually goes on in a restaurant and it gives you like tips about you only need like one knife for your kitchen stuff like that tells you where to go and get them oh yeah yeah, and yeah then, I like stuff like that I get so right up your street and I've been listening to the I might have said this last time but I've been playing it for about the past years the Funkadelic mm -hmm. reworked by the Detroiters and some um it's called bleep music, so stuff from 1990 to 1993 that was made in Sheffield. So I'm put that's why I can't go to in stand out on the ninth is because I'm playing in Glasgow. We're doing like a homage to Sheffield from 1990 to 1993. So it's all like loads okay. of mad space sounding shit. Nice man, that sounds good. Deadly. Mickey Dodge, you got something? You want me to go next? Um, no, I'll go first. Go um, I watched this new show with Gino DeCampo and um, <coughs> I was going to say Piers Morgan because I always get them confused. Who's the soccer player? Gordon Ramsay. Gordon Ramsay. And the French guy that does the dates show. I'm really doing really bad at this. That's the why French I'm Googling guy that it. does the dates show. First dates. First dates, yeah. yeah. I don't know his name. It's called um, Gino Gordon, Gino and Fred Road Trip. I believe it's called. And um, so they just went to Italy and they were all put all their things together. So the guy, Fred, does the wine and, the, and all the drinks. Mm -hmm. Gino does the food with Gordon Ramsay. And it just was, was really cool seeing Gino talk shit to all of them for the entire time in Italian. Um, oh, music wise, the TI album. Oh, you were you were giving us big things. Yes, yes. So I've come down a little bit. I've listened to it a couple of times. It's still very good. I gave, I think I gave it a nine when the, in the group chat. I've come down. It's a, it's about an eight, but it is a very 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 good album. One probably one of my favorite albums of all time. I think. He went off at Kanye West as well after the the, the Oval Office incident. He did he? Ti he went fucking. Hard the paint on Kanye West. Well, because he kind of was with Kanye after the first time Kanye started talking to him, and he sat down. They actually made a, a track about it too. Yeah. Um, and he's he's kind of was talking to him. And he was like, "Well, I don't think you should be doing that." I'm, he's I'm paraphrasing <coughs> that he was like, "At one point, it was an honor to work with you, and now I'm ashamed to have ever been involved with you." Jeez, oh, that no? was off topic. Anyway, sorry, carry on, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Ti album is very very good. Um, please go look for it and download. It. I should probably find the name of it. Um, so is that your, your final really than eight bananas? Eight bananas, definitely eight bananas. Go listen to that. It's a must listen. Nice. Uh, also, I don't know if many of you have heard this. This is my last thing. This is probably the first rap song I heard with swearing in it. It was Will Smith, right? Have you ever heard the song, You Saw My Blinker? No. No. Please go listen to it. If I can find the video, I'll put I it up on the Facebook to page. In his raps to sell records. He calls, it's a, it's the song is about him driving and he's with his girlfriend who he's annoyed with. And he gets into a car accident. He rear runs his old lady and then she ends up taking him to court. And he, his whole thing is, you saw my blinker, bitch. 
And that's the entire, that's the chorus of the song. Please go listen to it. It's hysterical. But it's not intentionally hysterical. It's like, oh, Will Smith, fucking the Fresh Prince of Bel Air is trying Going to be hard. hard on the old lady. <laughs> Going hard on this 90-year-old woman. But check it out. It, it's pretty good. I'm on board with that. I, um, I've been watching a lot of shit this week. So I've been off for a few days. So um, I rewatched Infinity War because I am a fucking Marvel fanboy. And that is one of my favorite films ever. Is it's it on, where's it on? Scott? I've got it on Blu-ray. Oh, oh let me hold that. You want to that shit? Yeah. I've also got that. the new Deadpool as well. Oh, that's good. So that. Um, I watched the first couple of episodes of the new series just came out and Chuff's watched before is Man in the High Castle. Mm. Uh, it was all right. <clears throat> so it's, it's sort of set in a world where the Nazis won the Second World War. Like they got the drop on the Americans and they dropped the H-bomb on Washington and they won. So it's like 20 years after the First World War and it's like America's run by the Nazis and the Japanese pretty much. That sounds awesome. Uh, it's, it's like I say, I'm only one or two episodes in, but the premise is really cool and it looks fucking awesome. And like I say, Megan says the first two series are quality. So I'll I'll chip in on that one. is is worth watch. Certainly the first season anyway, and the book's really good. It's mm. all based on a book. It was written quite a long time mm. ago, back in the sixties. But uh, yeah, so that's, I'm only two episodes in, but really into that so far. Um, oh, quickly, do, I I saw uh, Dunkirk this weekend as well. You ever see that? No, is that any good? It's good. It's super confusing, but it's good. Like mm. they just kind of travel all over the place. But I'm into that whole period and just war in general. Well, not mm. real war, but like covering war. And yeah, it's definitely worth a watch. Yeah. Mm. Um, I watched all three of the Iron Man films. Forgot how much I fucking love Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, as Tony Stark. Man, he's great. Like, I think I've, I've always been such a big fucking Captain America fanboy that you forget how good Robert Downey Jr. is in that role. Yeah, like he's fucking sensational. And then went on that. I've got the the comic of Civil War, the actual Marvel comic, which is so confusing because in the actual comic book, there's about sixty different superheroes, and like there's only like seven in the film, and it's obviously loosely based off that. So that I'm going to give the Civil War comic a seven bananas Ooh. and review a book for once. There you go. Um, also caught up on the the Ghostface album. Oh yeah, you recommended. That's fucking quality, man. Yeah, it's good. That, yeah. After that and Logic, do you know what I mean? I'm, I'm definitely starting. What a good see, rap out. I'm seeing from Andy Mack's point of view that we've maybe been diluted with all the crap rap that's out, and there are some proper talented characters. Just got to do a little extra digging sometimes. Yeah, man. But, yeah. Um, still, when I go back to work next week, my plan is to dig, deep dive into some more Logic albums because he was fucking quality. Yeah, he's, he's decent. He's um, decent. Other than that. Nothing else. Nothing else this week. A bit more Arctic Monkeys bumming, but that's just a standard with me. Andy Mack, yourself? Well, just touching on logic, I had a listen to Young Sinatra 4. What do you uh, think? Yeah, pretty good. I'm going to give that a seven bananas. He wraps oh, his ass shit. off. shit. He wraps his ass off, man. Yeah, but there was some good beats in that as well. Yeah. And it was really well put together. Enjoyed it. Um, keeping on the rap theme, I watched all four parts yesterday of The Defiant Ones. That's the documentary of uh, Jimmy Iovine and Dr. Dre, well, Interscope Records, essentially, and mm -hmm. sort of their two stories and how they basically got to where they are selling beats and all that. I was going to say, stuff. They, they talk about the headphones and everything. Yeah, yeah. Uh, over the four parts, really, really well put together, beautifully filmed, beautifully edited documentary. It really is fantastic. I can't believe I'm going to say this. I'm going to give something nine bananas. Because I'm not joking. I sat and watched it and I... I, I was watching it with a friend and I didn't open my fucking mouth <laughs> for four hours. 
Well, I just sat there and just took it all in. I was just like, because I, I, I that's right up your street. Do you know what I mean? I yeah, imagine it guys be. like Dre and Jimmy Iovine would be yeah, kind of. Yeah, and I mean, I'd read a lot of books back in the day, um, like the story of Death Row Records and all that sort of stuff, the story of NWA. So a lot of things I already knew about, but it was just intertwined with other stories that I wasn't quite so familiar with. If that makes sense? Yeah. Um, really, if you've got a couple hours, get yourself nestled into the couch. Get yourself four episodes of that loaded up and fucking go for it. It yeah. is absolutely brilliant. Tomorrow I will be watching the Quincy Jones one, which is on Netflix. So nice. I will report back on that the next cool. episode. Nice. Other than that, a few other things actually. Ooh, uh, I got introduced to a band uh, by a friend I'd never heard before called Tame Impala. Heard of them. Yeah. Strange, strange stuff, but oddly repetitive, but almost hypnotic to the same extent uh kind of psychedelic rock if you like I've, I've never been a big fan of them but they are, yeah, that's exactly how i just play so them so easy listening it's just like tune after tune would, would just play on this playlist and i'm sitting listening and i'm like eh, that was all right fuck yeah that wasn't too bad you know i sat there and i was like there was no point that i listened to any of the songs ago mm, that was shite wasn't really into that mm. it was all it was all really good it wasn't like a set album it was just a just a mash of stuff, but yeah, definitely worth checking out. Uh, touched on logic, didn't I? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Been checking in live streams this week. My boy Mark Rebelly, he's <laughs> been uh, off in Austria doing his first international gigs. So I've just been watching him live streaming gigs from his hotel room because uh, he's an absolute boss. <laughs> uh, other than that, just finished mastering the World Deluxe album today. That is ready to go. It's nice. getting sent off. Look out for that bad boy coming out on vinyl. Deadly. So, nice. yeah, we'll get some limited edition vinyl going. Um, and other than that, just got a track ready there. Got a new track dropping on this Friday coming called Trifecta. It's uh, featuring three MCs, uh, the big man, Rusty Jux, D-Strong, and another D-Strong. dope MC called St. Ivan the Terrible. Um, so I just... That's a nice name. Yeah, it's just one of these ones, like the beat had gone out. I got Rusty Jux on it. I was like, he's done a verse. I was like, fuck what we're going to do with this track. And it was just kind of like, oh, get okay. fancy doing a verse on this. And just before you know it, it's just like, right, cool. Three folk lined up on it, got it done, mix mastered, ready to go. Te- there'll be another teaser video on Instagram tomorrow. Is that how <laughs> tracks like that work where you see with rappers where there's like four or five rappers on there? Is it the producer that lines all that up or is it the artist saying, hey, why don't you get on this? Depends, totally depends. Oh, so it's not like a set way, it's always... Yeah, I mean, for me, it was just one of those ones, it's like I had a verse from Rusty Jux, and I'd had it on this beat, and then I got uh, D Strong to just add a verse to it, and at a later date... uh, Do you know what, it's funny, the fucking track lay about for like 18 months, with like two verses on it, and I forgot all about it. Mm. And I was just going through files one day, I was like, oh, shit, forgot (laughs) about that. So I hit up my man, uh, St. Ivan, and just sent it to him, and then he fired it back. And then typical Andy Mac fashion, I mixed it and I went, I don't like that beat anymore. So I changed the beat out, made a new one. I was like, that's much better. <laughs> right, mix massive, then away you go. So yeah, that's it. Been a lot going on for me this week, but um, I have had time to sit down and uh, do Watch some watching and listening for a change. Deadly. So it was good, yeah. Oh, nice one. Well, on that note, we'll wrap this shit up. Big thanks to Mitch Hutton. Try that one again. Big thanks to Mitch Hunter coming down, creating his groovement. What's the date you want to show you, man? Um, on Saturday, I'm doing a charity gig for um, Lily Douglas, the oh, little nice. girl from Perth who's unfortunately been diagnosed with cancer again. So 
I think there might still be tickets available. It's in the Mallard on Saturday night, so we got a link up. We'll share that out. Yeah, definitely. It's it's for a good cause. So um, and then after that, I mean, we've got Groovement on the twenty seventh, and then I'm in Belfast at the end of November, and then Berlin start of December, and then Inverness mid December, I think. So. You get all over the place. You get get around. Getting about. You get some ping us some dates over, man. We'll share it on the Facebook page. Perfect. uh, Thanks again for coming on. No, thank you. Definitely going to try and convince some people to get down to this. I really want to get in the side bank and have a look about, like. Not for Halloween, like. No. I ain't going to that weekend anyway, so. Deadly high. Right, soon. Well, thank you very much. Uh, You can get at us on Facebook, Podbean, iTunes, Monkey Sword Fight Podcast. We are on Twitter at MSF underscore podcast. And you can email us at monkeysoulfightpodcast at gmail.com. And I'm on Twitter at Wagwan Patrice. I'm on Twitter at underscore M dots. The Instagram, Monkey Sword Fight Podcast, all one word. I'm on Twitter at Macapella. Liking pickled things. Eating pickled, pickled things all day. You got any social media you want to shout out as well, Mitch? Uh, just Groovement Perth, Guy Groover, and Craigie Nose. Deadly. Thank you very much again for listening, liking, sharing, subscribing, and getting involved. Take care. Peace. Bye. Bye.